speak it. Speak it. I shall live and not die. <laughs> you got to speak it into the atmosphere. I shall live and not die. Thank you, worshipers. Come on and give God praise for Minister Elder Talbert and the entire team of worshipers. I want to share with you a word that God's put in my spirit. Each year we try to, uh, choir members, I think we have enough room. I want you in the audience. Just, yeah, come on, get in the audience. <clears throat> I might even have the preachers go down there. I don't see here. Each year, the church normally operates off of a theme. I've been doing that since I've been pastoring, and this year of 2019 will mark my 10th year as pastor here at New Bethel Church. And I try to seek what the Lord would have as a general theme that the church can catch hold to as we go through the year. And today, in this message, I want to share what the Lord has put in my spirit for us in 2019. You may be seated for me. As I mentioned before, a new year always brings a clean slate. We cannot go back and undo anything that happened in 2018. So there's no need of looking in the rear view mirror and saying, I should have did this or I should have done that or why did this happen or why didn't I do this? We can't, we can't change it. Only time we look in the rearview mirror now as I'm driving is to see if the man is behind me. Sometimes I'm flying down 35 and lo and behold, he's up there on the hill somewhere. And when you Brother Betts know what I'm talking about. Then when you, you pass by, it's almost as if you make eye contact. And you say, Lord, give me an invisible cloak. So, of course, you immediately slow down, but you keep your eye in the rearview mirror just in case he comes behind you. But, but, but for us, there's no need of looking behind us with any regret because we cannot change anything. And like many of you, even for me, 2018, we often was disappointed. Things did not pan out the way we planned or even had wanted to. I was following what I felt was the leading of the Lord 
And sometimes when I didn't see things happening, listen, I started to work harder to make this happen. I took the attitude, D, the devil is a lie. This is not happening, so I gotta, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do the other. Until the Lord told me to stop. Because it was starting to affect me. Come on now, you can want something to happen so bad and it's not happening, it'll begin to affect you. Because you're wondering, did I really hear God? And I felt the Lord say, ha, ah, I got this. I know things were not happening as I had planned and, and how I had projected and I was the leader and I was doing this and doing that. And, and I'm saying, God, what happened? And the Lord said, wait a minute. I got this. And it was toward the latter part of last year. I don't know if I was driving or something. And God dropped this in my spirit for 2019. So, if you would, one scripture that I want you to read with me from the book of Isaiah. I'm going to spend a little time eventually there, and then I'm going to be going also to Hebrews chapter 6. But I just want you to get with me Isaiah 55. Stand to your feet, and we're going to look at one verse. Hallelujah. Saints, and I hope you understand I'm preaching to myself as I'm preaching to you. Glory to God. Because I need a word from the Lord. Anybody else need a word from the Lord? Isaiah 55, verse number 11. The Bible says this, that the Lord put in my spirit. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Come on, come on. Let's read it together. This one verse. I want, Remember, we just said, speak it. Speak it. So let's read aloud verse number 11. What does the Bible say? So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. And all the people said, you may be seated. Today's message, which also reflects the theme that we'll be using is this is the year of accomplishment. And more specifically, this is the year of God's accomplishment. 
miracles, signs, and wonders. Because God is going to accomplish his word. It's not necessarily to make you get excited. It's to put in your spirit. Watch God work. Mm, help me, Holy Ghost. Father, we thank you for how good you've been. Help us now, Lord, as we prepare for this new year. And Lord, we're anticipating the accomplishments of you. Now, have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. According to the Hebrew writer in chapter 6, there are two things that God cannot do. Number one, he cannot swear or give an oath by anyone greater than himself. Because he is the greatest. And number two, God, we learn, cannot lie. Which means if he says it, it has to come to pass. Hallelujah. What has God spoken in your life? And maybe when he first uttered the words, you were so excited because you saw it, you believed it. But then as time progressed, it did not come to fruition as you thought. Uh, the business didn't explode. Uh, the ministry seemingly did not reach the expectation that you had. The, the, the goals seemingly were not reached. And because of our humanity, the first thing we do is decide it's not going to happen. But what did God say? <laughs> Hallelujah. When the physician said, oh, no, don't even think about it. When the job said, yo, you're not going to get a raise nor a promotion. When it looked like everything was falling apart in your family and you decided it's over. But what did God say? Think about the trees. And the years she spent believing God for what was put in her spirit about writing. But every time she moved forward, there was one obstacle after another. But you cannot give up on God. Because he won't give up on you. Stay with me. The Hebrew writer in this passage was encouraging those, listen, who were working for God. 
Sometimes you're working for God and you people think you're such a superman that you don't have the same feelings as somebody else. But sometimes you need encouragement. Oh. <laughs> you're believing God, but you still need encouragement. So the Hebrew writer specifically was writing to those who were working for God, and he's giving them an encouraging word. He says in chapter 6, verse 10, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you've showed toward his name, and that you have ministered to the saints, and you're still ministering. But he goes on to say you must Follow the example to those that God gave a promise. Verse 12. And the reason why you cannot forget the work that you're doing or the labor of love that, that, that you're showing to his name. And, and I'm telling you, God's going to do it. You just have got to have the patience to believe it's going to happen. Hallelujah. Oh, God, help me, help me. He says in verse number 12, that you do not become slothful, slothful, but you become followers of them who through faith and patience inherits the promise. When God makes you a promise, it might not come when you want it. And oftentimes it won't come because God wants to see, will you endure and believe me in spite of every situation that arises in your life? Because sometimes when you get something too quick, you don't really appreciate it. Sometimes when you get something and you haven't worked for, then you'll, you'll, you'll lay it aside. You really won't appreciate it. Something you've worked for, something you've been praying for, when it comes, you can say, thank God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you can be a player. Say, so you can get any sister. And sure enough, they'll flock at your feet. But then you'll find somebody that you really want. And look like they don't want to give you the time of day. <laughs> Hallelujah. And uh, I want her so bad. You make a deal. I want you. I want her so bad. You go to her dad and say, "Listen, I'll work for you for seven years." Now you're used to getting what you want. The player. You know those that got a smooth word. The nice car without a garage. But then when you see someone you want and they, uh, it's not as easy. 
you'll, 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 um, you'll make some deals. I'll, I'll, I'll work for you after seven years. And um, you think you're getting one thing. And on the wedding night, you find it's something else. Oh, saints clapping on that. Hallelujah. I'm just saying that sometimes you, when you get things so quickly and so easily, you don't have a real appreciation for it. That's my greatest fear when I see, especially African-American uh, young men who are entertainers or uh, sports, uh, you know, stars, they get all this money. And because it came so easy, they don't really appreciate it and will run through it where many end up in bankruptcy because they can't appreciate. Sometimes God does not just give us what we want when we want it to ensure that we appreciate what he does for us. That's what, that's what the Hebrew writer was, was instilling that, hallelujah, whatever you do while you're working for God, he says, don't become slothful. Remember, God's not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. Some you. Where are you at, Lord? I'm working. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. My schedule's full. Where are you, God? And when you don't see the results, what happened is I ain't doing that no more. I'm going somewhere and sit down. Bully said, Sister Bully. Sister Bully said, that's right. become frustrated and you and you begin to and I'm preaching to myself sometimes you, why are you out here killing yourself and nobody really appreciates you why are you doing all of this and you're working and doing and you know what happens it becomes a trick of the adversary because he'll tell you get out of those who were in the choir, who were in ministry, who were doing different things, and the next thing you know, they're still in the church, but they're not doing what they used to do. They're not at the rehearsals, they're not at the prayer, they're not at the meetings, they're not getting forth and participating. And that's exactly what the Hebrew writer said that you got to be careful. Don't let the adversary fool you. And, and that's why you have to speak things and not always believe what somebody speaks on you. Hear me, saints. The, the, they'll, they'll diagnose and says, you are, uh, you have an ADA. I don't know what it was called. What is it? Whatever. Hallelujah. Now, you'll, you'll hear that, 
And then instead of not speaking your wholeness, you'll capture that and believe that's the reason why you're in the state that you're in. And the devil's got you. Because now you have spoken what somebody else has spoken in your life. The creditors say you'll never be able to get what you want because when you look at your credit rating and you see the number it is, they'll tell you you'll never be able to get it. If you receive that, you'll always be bound. That's why as the song said, you got to speak. I got good credit. I speak that in this year of 2019, my credit rating is going to raise up 250 points. I speak it. And I refuse to accept that I'll continue to have a lower rate that is going to hinder my progress, hinder my family. Listen, and cause you to keep spending like a fool. Because not only can you must speak it, you now got to live this thing. Oh, I'm preaching. I'm... Part of raising the credit rating is I can't keep charging like I've been charging. Hallelujah! Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. You got a thousand dollar line of credit. And, and you owe $942. So what do you do? Go to Applebee's and charge 20 more dollars. The devil is a lie. I'm going to buy me some bologna and make me a bologna sandwich. Because I got a plan. I refuse to accept that the devil's telling me I'm going to remain poor all of my life. I'm raising my credit rating. And when I get there, I can go to Capitol Grill and buy what I want to buy. I refuse to live on a McDonald's menu. Talking about that's the only thing I can afford. Two for four dollars or four items for four dollars. The devil is a lie. It is killing me while I'm eating it. I wish I had a praiser up in here. Sit down, sit down, sit down. I'm calling saints in. I've been calling saints in. Getting people back in their place. You didn't got out of ministries, which was your blessing. Come on now. You ain't all that. The reason why you're blessed is because you were working in ministry. The Hebrew writer said, be careful. I got to take a rest. That's been two years ago. I'm burned out. Well, you, you done burned up. Hallelujah. I've been calling people in, making make appointments. Come see me. Get back in your place. Hallelujah. Don't you realize the anointing of God is on you because of your work in ministry? And the Hebrew writer said, don't get slowful. 
Don't back up. Listen. Help me, help me, help me, help me, help me, Holy Ghost. He says, listen, I want you to understand you got to become a follower of them who through faith and patience inherited the promise. And he talks about specifically Abraham. God gave his word to Abraham when he was 99 years old. And told him he was going to make of him a great nation at 99. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. 99. I'm going to make a great nation. And the Lord said, about this time next year, you're going to have a child. Stay with me. Stay with me. Now, Abraham was not impotent because he already had a son. Oh, he had something going on. The issue was his wife, Sarah. And I'm getting ready to preach my... Why are you laughing? When God begins to put something in your spirit, don't laugh at what God tells you. Don't laugh at what God shows you. Don't say it's not going to happen. Because when Sarah heard that the, the Lord was saying she's getting ready to have a child, she said, why are you kidding me? He was 99, she was 98, I believe. Wasn't it 98? Something around there. Ooh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Don't be shaking your head, Mother Fleming. Don't be shaking your head, no. Don't be. I, didn't, I just looked that way, she started shaking, no. <laughs> Mother Kinslow didn't move. She just looked. To say, speak on, Pastor. <laughs> Mother, Mother Flippin said, mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> Because she had been well past the time of having children. But when God says something, you cannot laugh, Diane, at what God's telling you is getting ready to happen. Thank you, Jesus. Now, 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 she ended up having the child. But this occurrence in Hebrews chapter 6 is not referencing that experience. It's referencing Janice Abraham but not when she had Isaac. What this passage of scripture is referencing is when Isaac got a little older and God had already proven his word and told Abraham, take your son, your only son, and, and give him and offer him up as a sacrifice. That's what this passage is. 
You've already seen God work. Now God's telling you to do something that you really don't want to do. Because you have great pride in this, your son. And God is saying, take that only son and offer him to me as a sacrifice. That's the passage of scripture here in Hebrews that the, the, the Hebrew writer is referencing. Greg, that you cannot doubt God when he tells you to do something. Help me, Holy Ghost. Sure enough, sure enough, hallelujah. God told Abraham to offer his son, and right at the moment, he was getting ready to offer him up. He took the sword or the knife, and before he can do it, there was an angel. It came out of nowhere. He said, stop. There's a ram in the bush. Yeah, I've given an alternative. I want you to see where your faith is. Are you willing to sacrifice what you love for God? Are you willing to give up that new job, that new position, if God tells you to do something? That's what Abraham had to do. Ooh, and when he received the ram in the bush, that's when Abraham decried, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. Oh, saints, I'm telling you, be encouraged because God will provide if you're obedient to his voice. Now, that's what the Lord was saying in Isaiah chapter number 55 because it relates with that. And that's why in verse number eight of that chapter, he says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my way, said the Lord. What God is doing, but God says, I'm too far ahead of you. Don't try to figure me out. I got this thing. Don't let your heart become heavy because you're not seeing the results. I want you to believe me and have the faith that I know what I'm doing. It might not happen when you want it, but listen, I got this. We've tried to reason with God. With our mind. Hallelujah. God, why did you have me do this? And here it is. I'm a failure. You're no failure. Even though it did not come out the way you wanted to, God got the glory. How did God get the glory? Through your obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Even in spite of all the odds, even in spite of past failures, even in spite of your uh, humility and, and people laughing at you, will you believe me? That's why you got to be careful. 
who you listening to. You got to be careful who's feeding you. People feed you from their perspective. They give you advice based on their experience. They'll tell you based on how they think it should happen. But if you listen to them and not God, you are subject to taking yourself out of God's blessings. And when you look at that, Isaiah chapter 55, get it for me if you can, Dave. Verse number eight, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts, here it is, than your thoughts. God's got a thought of you beyond your thought. It can't match what God is thinking. This is what I had to endure uh, when, when I felt oppressed. And the Lord said, calm yourself. Ooh. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. He said, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. Hallelujah. It shall accomplish that which I please. Stay with me. God's going to get the glory in spite of us. Because his word cannot return to him void. When he says you're going to be blessed, it, look for your blessing. It, 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 it might be delayed, but it's not denied. <laughs> what you hoped for, what you were looking for, what you desired, even when you try to help God, God don't need no help. And sometimes your help will mess it up. All you've got to do is believe God. Because it says, it shall accomplish that which I please. This is going to be the year of God's accomplishment. We're going to sit back and just wonder how did that happen the Lord is already doing some things in our midst I can't, I can't disclose everything right now but I'm telling you he's already working miracles what has God promised you now, you can't go by what you just want. But what has God said? If God made a promise that this is your year of no debt. He's going to bring it to pass. Hallelujah. 
promised you. Your ministry is going to take a turn. It's going to happen. I've been hearing for the longest, right, 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 but I, I now feel a command. Here, this, this is what I'm getting at. Everything that you heard the Lord tell you to do, and you might even got discouraged, now is the time to do it. Now's the time. Everything, every dream, hallelujah, now's the time to do it. Because it's not about you, it's about God. God said, I'm going to work through you like you never thought. That's why you can't let anything affect you. God's going to get the glory. Children are going to be born. Weddings are coming. Happiness is getting ready to occur. Oh, I wish I had a believer. New jobs, new positions. I'm telling you, it's already in the works. There's some things I cannot say, but God is showing. I'm getting ready to accomplish my work. I said, you're going to be blessed. You're going to be blessed. Listen, listen. Next week, you better start putting in them applications. If you're looking for a new job, if God said, I'm going to get you in a better financial position, this is the time to go out. I don't, listen, you might not feel as if you're qualified. I dare you. Put your application in. Watch God work. Others on your job are being laid off. You go in and ask the boss for a raise. I don't care what. The doctor says, you got to believe my body's going to be healed this year. Uh, I wish I had a believer in here. I'm going to lose five pounds. I'm going to lose 10 pounds and keep them off. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to take my body. It's going to become healthy. Oh, no longer will I allow it to be used by the adversary. This is a vessel that belongs to God. God's accomplishment. Listen, God's going to get the glory. Look at somebody say, God's going to get the glory. Come on, tell, look at somebody else. God's going to get the glory. Here it is. God's going to get the glory out of your life. There it is. God's going to get the glory out of your life. And when it happens, judge, you got to say, God did it. Thank you. God did it. Hallelujah. How did that happen? I don't know how, Misa. God did it. Do I have a believer in the house? Are you with me that this is the year of God's accomplishment? Hallelujah. Ooh, I see it. I see it, John. Recordings. All you need is for the right person to hear the right song. Ah, it'll turn your entire life around. 
God said, who's been faithful and has not doubted God? God said, I'm going to show up. I'm going to work now. You have proven yourself like Abraham. Get out of the way. You're getting ready to explode with children. You've been carrying dreams. Some of you been some of you are carrying triplets. Some of you been carrying quintuplets. Y'all don't hear me. I'm talking about dreams of God. Some people are satisfied with just one dream. But God has put multiple dreams in some of you. You're wondering how am I gonna get the one when God is saying there's triplets in you and you're getting ready to have four, you're getting ready to have five. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm trying to encourage somebody, get busy. Sister Golden, get busy. Don't look at what happened in the past and said, oh, I messed up. No, you didn't. God wanted to see, would you have the faith to trust me? Even when it looked like it wasn't working out, watch what I do in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Betts, you've been saying I want to get off from driving, distance. Look what God is going to accomplish in your life. You got to believe him. Listen, let me end with this. I got to end. I got to end. I'm so full. One of the objectives that the Lord put in my spirit for New Bethel in 2019 one of the main targets and strategies of the enemy is to destroy the family. And he's working to destroy the family because if your family's destroyed, you've now blocked God. Many are here smiling, praising God, but things are not right at home. And this is going to be a year we're going to address um, Lee and the call. call uh, I'm going to have a summit. We'll get some pastors and preachers and others. No doubt, first lady, I'm going to call a summit. And let us get a strategy to work on families. Oh, yeah. I've already called Maud in and Shannon and said my priority this year is to enhance the children's church ministry and the nursery ministry. Whatever you need for it to work, you got it. Listen, and if you don't want to work in those ministries, get out. I can't have a negative spirit. God 
God's going to work through them children. You watch what I say. They're going to work. I'm talking about them having their own worship service while we're having our worship service. I'm talking about them laying hands on their fellow brothers and sisters and children. they receiving the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about healing that they'll do. I wish I had a believer up in here. I'm not withholding anything because that is the emphasis that the Lord is saying. So, again, I'll address some things as we go forth in this month. Every message will lead up to it in the Bible studies. That's why it's so important. Hear what the Bible study is saying. This is going to be the year of God's accomplishment. Not about us. About Him. I can't wait. You're talking about every time I turn around. Woo! We're going to get dizzy. Because when you want to stop, he still keeps on. I wish I hear, wish you hear me. The year of God's accomplishment. Lee, come over here, come here. I want you to pray this prayer. Lee, this is going to be one of your greatest years. This is, I'm, I'm, I see it. This is going to be one of your greatest years. Things are getting ready to happen in your life. You thought that degree was it. That's not even going to match what God is getting ready to do in your life. Ministry is going to come forth and the deliverance that you're going to do for others. God is preparing you. Give God a praise for Lee. Hallelujah. I said something's getting ready to happen in her life. I didn't plan this. First lady, first come up here. I want you to put a prayer on her. Nicole, come down here. Woo! Thank you. Come on over here. Come on with your wife. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Something's getting ready to happen up in here. Up in here. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, lay hands on. In the name of come on, Sherry. what's going to happen out of nowhere you thought you was coming to do something and God's going to turn it around Woo, in the name of Jesus hallelujah oh God I pronounce a blessing an anointing this is her time this is her moment Lord accomplish your work in her you to pray but God said you coming out that valley oh you're coming out 
Don't stay there no more. Get up. Get out. There's a greatness that is getting ready to happen. This is your year that God's going to accomplish great things. I wish somebody would rejoice. I wish somebody would rejoice. Lady Moss, Lady Moss, Lady Moss. God getting ready to do something in your life. accomplishment of God in your life this year. I wish somebody would rejoice. 